First Kings chapter 12, uh, you can stay seated. Um, if I had doubted if God had given me this, uh, Monday night, Sister Hildebrand read from one of the scriptures I believe God gave me. Uh, on Sunday, Brother Secular read fr from this exact same story. And he is the one man who is responsible for us having a January revival in February. <laughs> but you followed the Holy Ghost, sir. Yes, sir. Even in the testimony uh, earlier, uh, Brother Puente quoted something that is in the notes tonight. So whether I get to it or not, um, it has already been said numerous times, even just this week. So thank you all for being sensitive. Um, thankful for my wife and my family. Um, wouldn't know what I would do without them, so I hope I never find that out. Very quickly, uh, I will read this, 1 Kings 12, verse number 1. Then Rehoboam went to Shechem. For all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. Now when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, he was living in Egypt, for he was in Egypt where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon. Then they had sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke hard. Now therefore lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke which he put on us, and we will serve you. Then he said to them, depart for three days, then return to me. So the people departed. King Rehoboam consulted with the elders who had served his father Solomon while he was still alive, saying, how do you counsel me to answer this people? And they spoke to him, saying, if you will be a servant to this people today and will serve them and grant them their petition and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the elders which they had given him, and he consulted with the young men who had grew up with him and served him. And he said to them, What counsel do you give that we may answer this people who have spoke to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? The young men who grew up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall say to the people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now you make it lighter for us, but you shall speak to them. My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. Arrogance. Whereas my father loaded you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips. I will discipline you with scorpions. For just a few minutes tonight, I hope to minister on this thought, uh, the wisdom of elders. Bishop, if you don't mind, would you pray? In the name of Jesus, Lord, your presence is already in our midst. Your manservant is anointed. Your word is anointed. God, I'm asking that our hearts would be good ground. Allow the word to produce what you purpose in this place tonight. Let it go forth in liberty and demonstration. We give you the honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I will not go into the history of it. Brother Seckler did a fantastic job on Sunday about this, about this story. 
Rehoboam had inherited the throne from his father, and he was trying to keep the kingdom together because the northern tribes were not happy with how things were going. So he went to meet them, and when he did, this conversation had come up with the elders. They had asked him these things. But in arrogance, he ignored the counsel of the aged. He ignored the counsel of people who had been with his father. He ignored the elders. And he went with what the Bible says the men or the people that he grew up with, the ones that served him. So they counseled him with what they thought. They may have said, you know, all the other kingdoms are doing this. This is what you should do. Rehoboam is simply one generation away from the wisdom of Solomon, two generations away from King David, a man after God's own heart. And instead of counseling with God, instead of listening to the wisdom of the elders, he ignored it, and he went with people that was in his generation. He was asking his buddies, his friends, for advice. I don't care what's trending in the church world. I don't care what every other church is doing, every other staff is doing. It doesn't matter. I want to know what thus says the Lord for this congregation through this man of God. I'm not going to poll the people of my age and say, hey, what do y'all think about this? And what are y'all doing to attract? And how do y'all handle this department? There was a religious system already set when Jesus showed up and he was rejected by every one of them because they didn't, he didn't fit into their mold. Rehoboam did not follow the pattern of David. Instead, the Bible says he was an evil king. During his 17-year reign, the people of Judah built high places sacred pillars, wooden images, and they, per- and they permitted what the Bible says perverted persons to prosper in the land. One translation says male cult prostitutes. See, when you turn from God and when you turn from the elders and the old paths, you open yourself up to the things of the flesh. Because you can think about it with your mind and it makes sense. It feels good. But the Spirit says no. Amen. I don't have time tonight to go into the definition of what an elder is. Elders were from the Old Testament. They ruled over communities. They eventually made the Sanhedrin, uh, which was 71 members. Um, Then they went into the New Testament, and they were a part of the new church. They were a part of the ministry. And we use it today as a term also of endearment because the Greek and Hebrew word for that simply means a person of age. The scripture that Sister Hildebrand read was in Acts chapter 5. You don't have to go there. Uh, It's the same one that Brother Puente quoted earlier. Apostles were preaching. Apostles' wonders and miracles were being done through them, and they're like, wait a minute, this is not happening in our church. Throw them in jail. 
angel showed up, broke them out of jail. They went back to the temple, did their thing, brought them back in front of the council and said, didn't we warn you not to preach in that name? And Peter said, we have to obey God rather than man. You may lock me up again, but I'd rather be accountable to God than anything. Amen. But it was the wisdom of a rabbi named Gamaliel that told them, hey, be careful what you do to these men. Because then he named two or three men and said they rose up, they had a following that come after them, and then after they died, they dispersed. He said, if this was of men, it'll fade away. It'll die. Nothing will happen of it. But if it's of God, you can't stop it. You can't overthrow it. He said, and you may be even opposing God right now. I'm paraphrasing. The wisdom of a rabbi. Proverbs 22, 28 says, do not move the ancient landmarks that your fathers have set. I'll just, I ain't reading anything else on there. Um, I do want to honor some of the elders that are among us tonight. Because you may feel like your time has passed. You may feel like you've done your ministry. Uh, There's not, you're not supposed to be going off right now. I have you on silent. Sister Dardis, you have a special place in the kingdom of God. I love to hear when you are praying. She is an elder among us. And because of her walk with God, her family's here. Her grandkids are here. Experience in truth. Sister Medlin, you are an elder among us. There's many times through services I hear her weep and I hear the Spirit of God come on her. I love to hear that from an elder. And because of her stance years ago and the things that she has done and the things that she's lived through, her son, her daughter, her grandkids are here. Brother and sister Moreno, you are elders among us. And I use that term as an honorary term. It's not to say like, oh, we're old people now. But these are people who have lived for God for many years, have seen the good, bad, and the ugly, and stood in the face of adversity and said, I'm still going to live for God no matter what. So elders, you are still important in the kingdom. This revival is going to happen because we're standing on your prayers from yesterday and we're looking at your example today. And we pray for you. We pray for your health. We pray for God to continue to use you. You are an example to us. Brother Johnston, 